Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News, a podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Wednesday, March 31, 2021. The data say that in Italy uh, we administered the first dose of the vaccine to 9,929,000 people, 16.34% of the population. In the next video we'll celebrate the 10th million Italian vaccinated. 3,112,000 of them received the second dose too. The ranking of the regions by percentage of vaccinations made compared to the doses delivered say that in the first three places from the top are Trentino, Alto Adige, Veneto and Molise. In the last three places from the bottom, still we continue to find the same three regions that have been there for more than a month, Calabria, Liguria and Sardinia. The curve of contagion is descending again, with a little more conviction reversing again the trend of the percentage variations which in the past days, while remaining always negative, gave the impression of wanting to return towards zero. As previously said, those infected with the English variant have a much higher viral load and this facilitates its transmission. Positivity lasts longer, symptoms have changed, the most frequent are sore throat, nausea and intestinal problems, in addition to fever and respiratory problems. Phenomena such as loss of smell and taste are less frequent. And we see younger people getting sick in the Italian intensive care units today that are mainly people in their 50s and 40s. The English variant, in fact, has by now almost concluded its maximum diffusion in Italy. By now, 86% of new Italian cases are of that type and therefore should not do so much more damage. Most importantly, all vaccines approved so far for Europe defeat the English variant. Of course, the number of deaths is still high. But here too, as for hospital occupancies, we are at the highest point beyond which we expect a gradual descent. In every part of Italy, we are all exhausted by 13 months of more or less hard lockdown. And this great and justified fatigue has led several Italians to give up being afraid of the virus, which is very dangerous, understandable, but very, very wrong. But we are at the beginning of the good season and with vaccinations accelerating, so we must overcome the fatigue and be optimistic, even if always careful. But it's not easy. Easter is coming and it'll be the second in a row that Italians will spend at home, almost all of them. Usually this in Italy is the period in which we go out, we go on vacation, we take advantage of the good weather, we travel, we rest, we have fun. These are the first vacations since Christmas and before Covid we used to say Natale con i tuoi, Pasqua con chi vuoi, which translates with uh, Christmas with your family, Easter with whoever you want, to explain that many Italians usually travel in these days. Today, as last year, all Italy is in lockdown, in red zone. We cannot move even within our region. We must remain in the same city or town where we live. There will be 70,000 police deployed throughout Italy to ensure that no one violates the law. But there is a paradox, not just in Italy, but in the whole Europe. It is not forbidden to travel abroad, obviously following the rules of the country where you are going. So it seems incredible, but this is what happens. We are confined to our cities, but if we want to leave Italy by plane, we can do so unless we go abroad and those who do not have an airport in their city are the only ones who can exit the city but only if they have a boarding pass for somewhere in Europe. This has created confusion and anger among the Italian tour operators. However, the government has decided that a swab would be necessary before departure, a five-day quarantine upon return and then further testing at the end of the five days.
At the moment, quarantine is already mandatory for arrivals and departures from non-EU countries. The government will be meeting today to make some decisions regarding closures in April, but most likely the numbers suggest we should still be very careful and wait longer before reopening. As I told you last Monday, the restrictions will probably remain until May 1, hoping that by then the contagion will have slowed down, the hospitals will be less full and many more Italians will be vaccinated. The top healthcare official in Sicily has resigned amid a criminal investigation into allegations he and others knowingly provided false coronavirus data to the Italian government. Citing telephone intercepts, prosecutors allege a half dozen regionals official, regional officials worked to spread out daily COVID-19 cases and deaths over several days from November to March to prevent single-day reports from, show, from showing spikes that, were, that would have resulted in lockdown. Sicily's Health Council member denied having provided false information to avoid the area being placed in the strictest red zone lockdown and insisted every case and death was reported. Everyone is innocent until proven guilty, so we will have to wait for the courts to make their assessments. Many think that this has also happened in other regions, not just in Sicily. We can only hope that this has not happened anywhere. Meanwhile, yesterday, Prime Minister Mario Draghi was vaccinated with, uh, with AstraZeneca, giving further proof of the safety of this vaccine. Also, in this case, as did the President of the Republic, Mattarella, Draghi waited his turn without asking for special privileges. Draghi is 73 years old. Italians appreciated it also because they noticed the difference with the Association of Italian Judges, which a few days ago threatened to slow down the work of the judiciary if their category was not privileged in the administration of the vaccine at the national level, as has already happened in a couple of regions. It's a strange logic, this one, according to which Italy, risk, Italy should privilege the judges over the elderly, over those who have risky diseases, or over workers who have been working for months in contact with many people, such as those who work at the supermarkets or those who drive public transports. And what a difference also with restaurants, shops and hotel owners and workers who have long been asking to be allowed to go back to work because they don't have a salary that comes even if they stay home, but they only earn money if they work, and they don't even ask to be vaccinated before others. A big difference from the judges who threaten to work less if they are not vaccinated before others, even though they always have a salary at the end of their month. Circular economy is a term that defines an economic system designed to be able to regenerate itself, thus also granting its eco-sustainability. Italy has, among the main economies of the European Union, the gold medal for circular economy. It emerges from the National Report on Circular Economy in Italy 2021, in circular production, our country scores 26 points with a gap of 5 points from France in second place. According to the new Minister of Ecological Transition, Italy must become a world leader in the, in a, in the Italian National Plan for Recovery and Resilience dedicated to how the, to use the money coming from the European Union will be the tool to improve and accelerate our capabilities in this direction with the prospect of becoming a reference country in the next decade. Today's video ends here. I'm going to take a few days off. In two days, next Friday, I'll get my second dose of vaccine. And next Monday will be Easter Monday, which we in Italy call Pasquetta. I'm not going to go anywhere, as I told you before, but I'll uh, take a break from this video. See you here on With Italian News in a week, on Wednesday, April 7. I wish you with all my heart a happy Easter. 
safe, respecting the rules, but as much as possible with your family and, if possible, with friends. Buona Pasqua from Rome, eat your uovo di Pasqua and your colomba. Ciao from Umberto Mucci and all our family here at With Italians. Ciao from Rome.